And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Hey there, Wonderlings. Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. How's everyone doing this fine morning? Well, today I'm going to be talking about Season 6, Episode 15, entitled Hulk Arnold. This episode aired... (laughs) i got to scroll way down to find it. February 10th, 1993. This episode has an 8.2 out of 10 rating based on 120 ratings. We got some trivia here. The title refers to The Hulk, a Marvel Comics superhero created by Stan Lee. R.I.P. Stan Lee, who passed away just last week. And Jack Kirby in 1962, who gains his super strength when his alter ego, Dr. Bruce Banner, becomes angry or frustrated. Soundtracks, Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. It'll be interesting to hear how that song comes into play. Let's see the connections here. King Kong. Chuck says he's like the King Kong of wrestling. Now, if you follow along on my Instagram and Facebook page for the Wonder Years podcast, you'll notice there is a familiar face in the pictures that is going to be on this episode. James Tolkien plays Coach... Is it Silva? Well, anyway, this guy, you'll recognize him. If you've seen the Back to the Future movies, he plays Principal Strickland. And I had uh, mentioned in a comment to... uh, On uh, either his Facebook or Instagram about... I wonder if he calls Kevin a slacker, because that's what... Uh, Principal Strickland would call Marty, and also Marty's father, George McFly. So, This episode was directed by Ken Topolsky, writers Neil Marlins, and Carol Black, the creators, and written by Kim C. Freezy? Freezy? F-R-I, whoops. F-R-I-E-S-E. There is a user review that's actually fairly new. It was published on January 15th of 2018, so I will wait till the end of the episode to read that. So I have the DVD booklet here. It says Hulk Arnold, original air date February 10th, 1993. Coach Silva recruits Kevin to be a member of the school's wrestling team, but Kevin thinks about quitting when the coach pushes him to try harder. You know what? That sounds just like Kevin. He really tends to quit on things when they become too tough, but sometimes I think I do that a little bit. Or I definitely used to when I was younger. Alright, as always with the podcast, before I start the episode, I do like to read the narration, the quote. At some point in your teenage years, if you're lucky, you make a discovery. You find out you're actually good at something. It's that critical juncture where talents become expertise, kinda. It's your chance to start or end up flat on your face. 
I'm not sure if this actually, this is the whole quote, so I'm going to continue on. Coach, why'd you let him pin you like that? Narrator, Kevin. Of course, looking back, I probably should have just promised to do better. But instead, Kevin. Yeah, well, you know, these shorts are really hard to wrestle in. Narrator. I made excuses. Yeah, Kevin does that. We know that about Kevin. Alright, also, before the start of a podcast, I'd like to let the new listeners know where they can follow along with the podcast. They can, you can do so at, looking back on my Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast Facebook page, or LBOM Wonder Years podcast on Instagram. Also, there is, if you'd like to shoot an email my way, you can go to LBOM Wonder Years podcast at gmail.com. And send me an email. Um, if you're a regular listener, if you've been listening for a while, or if you just started listening, if you enjoy the podcast, I'd love it if you went to iTunes and left a review. Every review the podcast gets, gets it more noticed by other fans. I apologize if I sound kind of tired. I actually just woke up like less than half an hour ago. Um, If you've been following along for a while, you know that the podcast is going to be coming to an end towards the end of December. And in honor of that, I figured I would do a Christmas movie, a Fred Savage Christmas movie, to kind of close out the podcast. Also, for the holiday episodes that I did last year, I am going to be uploading, uh, like, the, th- the Thanksgiving episode, I'm going to be uploading that this week for you guys. That way you don't gotta search through all the episodes to find it. Also, the same with the Christmas Wonder Years episodes, too. Um, I also, last year, did a lot of other Christmas-themed episodes. Uh, Little House on the Prairie, there's Alvin and the Chipmunks, there's a movie Christmas movie reviews on Frosty the Snowman, Prancer, Home Alone. I will be doing Home Alone 2 in December as well. Um, coming in January is the Growing Pains podcast. I believe that that one is not going to be the same as the Wonder Years. I'm not going to go through all the episodes. I am most likely going to be doing a bi-weekly podcast of Growing Pains and just kind of picking and choosing different episodes from different seasons. So I'm not going to be going completely in order. And also, I'll be letting you guys, the listeners, pick some episodes too. Just so that way you guys have a, a voice in that as well. So yeah, I mean, Growing Pains may be, you know, every two weeks to start out, but then later on I may go every week. It, it just really depends. Um, Silver Spoons is going to be my main podcast I'm going to be focusing on, so I will be keep, I will keep uploading that to the Wonder Years uh, podcast stream as So, yeah. 2019, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. I love podcasting. I I really enjoy doing this. I have a lot of fun, but for the last, you know, 2017 is when I started this whole thing. In 2018, I just 
my life has really been consumed by my podcast, and that's not a bad thing, but I think next year I really need to start taking time and focusing on taking care of myself a little better and uh, working on my health. So, yeah. Silver Spoons is going to be weekly, so... Well, you know, we'll just, we'll, we'll play it by ear. So, all right, guys, sorry to be, uh, so down and mellow, but let's jump into this episode. I'm really excited to see Kevin trying his hand at another sport. So we have the intro, you know, I notice sometimes we don't have the intro, but that might be when they have a cold open, which is very, very rare. So Kevin is talking about. You know, sometimes when you're a teenager, you discover that you're actually good at something. And we see different pictures, like maybe he's flipping through a yearbook. And you see kids in band. You see a girl at the potter's wheel. You see kids in a, in a play. You see someone making a birdhouse in woodshop. So I like that Kevin is kind of, you know, he's... He's relating to the every teen, you know, because this is a show about him looking back on his uh, teenage years over the course of, uh, you know, 20 20 years prior. And, yeah, I mean, every kid, I'm sure, whether or not, you know, in high school, they find something that they're good at. Or, gosh, I wish I wish I could have done that. Um, I was mainly just trying to get through school. I didn't take part in any um, any extracurricular activities. I mean, I did soccer, but that was in middle school. But that was for the YMCA. I only did that for a season. Um, but hey, it was something. <laughs> My grandma would tell me that sometimes I would think about... Or I would tell her how I, I wanted to be an actress. And just sounds weird coming out of the mouth of a child that's so mousy shy that and (laughs) of course her response to that was you know all those people are going to hell yeah that was my grandma that's my grandma um (laughs) but no I did take a drama class in high school and I thought it was all right um in my senior year I took a a video production class, audio is, is a, a video production class, and I had fun with that. I mean, if I had uh, really applied myself, I bet I really, really could have done well. So, so we see Kevin in gym class wrestling, and he's got Chuck on the mat with his face shoved into the mat. Those mats have got to smell really rank and nasty with years of teenage sweat. I'm going to play this clip as I think his coach is going to, or teacher is going to come by and say, hey, you have great form out there. Maybe you should consider joining the team or something. At some point in your teenage years, if you're lucky, you make a discovery. You find out you're actually good at something. It's that critical juncture where talent becomes expertise. Kinda. It's your chance to star. Or end up flat on your face. Two points, take down. Good move, Arnold. Around the middle of my junior year, I found out something about myself. Never, I can't breathe, so just take a second. 
For some strange reason, don't ask me how, don't ask me why, I was good at wrestling. Good combinations in there. All right. Who's next for Arnold? <clears throat> Not to brag or anything. So while Kevin is working on pinning Chuck, which honestly that doesn't take much effort because Chuck is doing nothing to overpower Kevin like at all. We get a look at the other kids in gym class. More than half of them are bespectacled and semi-nerdish looking. Um, I do not see Paul. Paul does not have glasses. He got contacts in season five. But I don't see Paul anywhere. Where is Paul? Is he in this episode? I mean, I could just as easily pull up IMDb and check, but I'm not going to do that. So, the PE teacher says, hey, good job, Arnold. You pinned him. Good technique. Good combination of moves there. And they let Chuck up, who walks off, and the PE teacher looks at the other kids like, alright, anyone else want to challenge Arnold here? And the bell rings, and now the boys are in the locker room. Kevin, of course, is kind of gloating while pretending to be concerned about Chuck, which I don't blame him. Like I said, I'm still pretty sore and pissed about the whole Chuck punching Kevin in the fucking nose. And I was like, yes, Kevin, shove that guy's face into the frickin' mat. Hey, sorry, Chuck. I guess you're just having a bad day. Of course, I didn't mind gloating a little. I don't understand it. I did everything right. Uh, no, when you do everything right, it's the other guy who's sore. It's very funny. I just wish we'd start softball again. We are showing improvement. Face it, some guys had it, some guys didn't. And some guys... Hey, Kev, why don't you go out for the wrestling team? What? Or lazy. Well, why not? I mean, you got this weird natural ability, right? Hey, how much time do I want to spend jammed into some guy's armpit? The way I saw it, having a weird natural ability was one thing, but getting serious about it was another. So I think it's funny how Chuck says he was trying, and Jeff says that, um, you know, um, Chuck, if you were actually trying, the other guy would be on the mat and you would be on top. So, no, you weren't. <laughs> Jeff actually suggested Kevin, like, hey, you seem to have some real talent. Why don't you actually go out for the wrestling team? And Kevin's got a point here where he's like, yeah, like, I really want to spend time in some guy's armpit with his head in some guy's armpit. Come on. No. I mean, it's one thing to have talent and admire yourself for that. Like, oh, wow, I'm actually kind of good at this. It's another to think, wow, I have talent, I should really use this talent and test it against other people that also share this same talent and are on a team dedicated to this talent called wrestling. I mean, just because I was taking an audio-video class in high school doesn't mean I was going to go straight to college and, you know, take a class on that or something like that, or... I wasn't, uh, just because I was in soccer and 
once in eighth grade doesn't mean I'm going to continue that and try out for the school soccer team. Like, no, no, no. Just, it's not, I think Kevin just liked the fact that he was able to overpower someone with wrestling and be semi-admired for that amongst his peers. To actually put his skills to the test against kids who have probably been doing this since they were young, who really know how to do this. Yeah, he's not into that. <laughs> I, I get that. So, Kevin is approached while he's at his locker by the coach of the res wrestling team. Strickland. I don't think this guy ever had hair. No, I don't. I want to make sure that I pronounce it. It's Coach. Is it Silva? But he, he should say it. So I'll be able to say it correctly. Gosh, that guy just. You see the forehead wrinkles and nothing above it. His ears really stick out. You're on, right? Until I ran into Mr. Clean. Uh, I guess so. What do you mean? You're not sure? No, I'm sure. But I still didn't know who this guy was. I'm Silva, the wrestling coach. Oh. Hey, how you doing? Your PE teacher gave me your name. I heard you can wrestle. Well, you know I'm not that good. I didn't say I heard you were good. I said I heard you can wrestle. Well, yeah, I guess I can. I hate to see talent go to waste. What are you, about 140? Yeah. Of course, I had that jelly donut after lunch. I got a slot open at 140. You want to give it a shot? Well... And there you had it. I'd been wooed, recruited, and signed without so much as a tryout. So, of course, I said... I don't think so. I mean, you know. It just seems like too much work. Well, that's how you feel about it. I kind of do. Fine. But you might do yourself some good. You get to compete, get yourself in shape, maybe lose some of that baby fat. Wait a minute. Baby fat? Look, I've just got a lot of things to do these days. All right, suit yourself. This guy, okay, so Coach, his name is Silva, so I did get it right. Um, This guy just comes off as an asshole. He just, he's cutting off Kevin at every possible answer. Giving snide comments. He's like, are you Ar Kevin Arnold? And Kevin just kind of looks at him. Like, what is this guy doing here? He's like, uh, I guess so. And the guy's like, what, you're not sure of your own name? I'm like, what the hell? Like, dude, you approach me at my locker. What the hell do I want? So this guy's just looking to recruit another body. And he says, I'm Coach Silva of the wrestling team. Your PE coach gave me your name. He said that you can wrestle. Kevin, of course, is being honestly, well, I mean, I'm not that good. And the coach just looked at him like, I didn't hear you were good. I asked if you could wrestle. Like, he tells Kevin, he's like, oh, what are you, about 140? And Kevin's like, yeah, about that. Although I had a jelly donut around lunchtime. So, you, Kevin, you know, when you're nervous, you tend to try to make jokes to make, you know, things seem less nervous. And... The coach is just like, well, I have a slot at 140, so basically you're you're assigned a spot on the team based on your weight. So that's probably what he needs, is he just needs maybe someone else is at 140, and he's looking for another person to fill that 140 slot so that person has someone to wrestle. Um, 
is that that's how you you do it right you wrestle re- you wrestle according to your weight category right that's why you always hear about wrestlers that are trying to keep their weight at what it's supposed to be or they're trying to get into a higher weight bracket or lesser weight bracket or something like that so I like Kevin's, because the guy says you want to come and try out, and Kevin, of course, is thinking, there he had it. I was wooed and signed without even a tryout. It's like, or wooed and recruited without even a tryout. It's just because, you know, the PE teacher probably just, well, I bet anything, Coach Silva probably was, you know, pawing around, the PE coach like, hey, do you got any promising recruits that I could get onto my team? So, probably sniffing around like, hey, you got anybody? Like, oh, this guy? Alright, I'll look into it. So, of course, Kevin's answer is like, nah, I don't think so. It just seems like too much work. And I'm, I imagine the guy's kind of like, what are you talking about? What else do you have going on? Why can't you try out? Like, this guy does not want to really take no for an answer, I don't think. Well, Kevin says, I don't think so. The guy's like, well, all right, if that's how you feel. And he starts to walk away, but then he turns back to Kevin, and he kind of hits him with a one-two punch with saying you get to compete. Well, it's not so much that you get to compete. It's like get yourself in shape. But the kicker is you might be able to lose some of that baby fat. Like, Kevin probably does have baby fat still from... Maybe not as much as, like, from season one, but his face is still a little full. You could get, you know, lose some weight. Your face could get some angular lines, some uh, chiseled jawbone there. Something. Kevin, of course, like, no, I got too much stuff going on in my life right now. I have no interest in that. The guy finally leaves, like... Dude, he said he doesn't want to. You um, making fun of his baby fat isn't going to uh, make him want to join, like, at all. <laughs> I love how when the guy walks away, Kevin kind of lightly, like, touches his his stomach. Like, baby fat. Like, <laughs> All right, we're back at home, and Kevin is still contemplating... I think he's, he's, like, looking at a cookie or something. Like, do I need this cookie? Do I want this cookie? This could increase my baby fat. (laughs) Wayne always sipping the orange soda. So I think, yeah, Wayne might give his little expertise if Kevin brings up the whole thing about wrestling. We'll see. We'll see. What does Wayne have to say? Because we know Wayne's never played a sport in all of his school years. You know, if you think about it, Wayne is kind of the ultimate slacker, kind of. In fact, I just put the whole thing out of my mind. Wayne, does this look like fat? What? Nah, look, everybody gets that. It's part of what they call the maturing process. Mm -hmm. Evidently, the only part in which Wayne participated... What, are you watching your figure or something? (laughs) No. Just the coach asked me to try out for the wrestling team. You? (laughs) What's so funny? (laughs) Dad, butthead's going out for wrestling. Okay, it was time for a little encouraging moral support. The wrestling team? (laughs) 
Why? What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's just a pretty big commitment. So I commit. I've committed to lots of things. <laughs> yeah, right. Mr. Commitment. <laughs> then again, I didn't have to sit around here with a bunch of fat guys. I thought it was really, really cute when Kevin asks Wayne, like, am I, do I have fat here? Because he's kind of, like, holding his, his sides of his stomach. And I love Wayne's reaction. It's just really, like, brother, like, oh, no, that's just a part of the maturing boss process. It's like, no, you, I, we've seen Wayne's body when he took his shirt off. Um, the first episode of season six, he does not have fat on him. He's a very nice looking young man. <laughs> um, but Kevin says that the coach kind of approached him about joining the wrestling team and Jack even comes in. He's got his tie, like he's dressed for Norcom, but... I gotta ask this question. Is Jack still- I thought he quit Norcom and he went to work at his furniture business. Or is he still working at Norcom and then doing the furniture business on the side until he can drop Norcom? Because we haven't heard anything about Wayne quitting Norcom either, which we probably won't hear about that because we do see him towards the end of this final season, you know, as like the assistant manager or something overseeing Kevin at the furniture store, so... Or, furniture factory, I'm sorry. Not, it's not a store, it's a factory. Um, so, Jack and Wayne have a great laugh at Kevin when Kevin mentions about the coach approaching him to try out for wrestling, and Kevin's like, what's so funny? I don't get it. And Jack does tell him that is a commitment so Kevin is like, oh, I commit to things. Like, and I'm kind of like muttering like, yeah, right. When, Kevin? When do you commit? Tell me, because I don't see it. I, I could probably list a bunch of times. The caddy, the hardware store, the, um, that Orange Julius or burger joint in the mall, um, uh, running for class president, um, I could probably go on and on and on and on, and I'm not going to, so. But those are just some examples of Kevin not committing to something. We know you don't commit, so don't lie. Alright, now we're in the wrestling area. Is this the gym? This isn't the gymnasium. This is a wrestling area, isn't it? Or maybe it's the gym and they just have this... Like, rubberish type mat down. I don't know. Well, it's gotta be the gym because there's basketball hoops on the wall. So, Kevin decides he's a wrestler. He goes in to check it out. Tryouts. And we got every different form of wrestling. Don't ask me what the moves are because I don't know. I don't watch wrestling. I don't participate in it. I just know that my dad was a wrestler in high school. And he was second in the state of Michigan. So, he would always talk about his wrestling days back in the day. How great he was. Right. I was a wrestler. 
So I decided to give it a shot. Show up for practice. Help out the team. Work that man. Work that man. Good. Get out of that. I mean, the guy had practically given me an engraved invitation. Good. Good. Hey, coach. You're late. Unless, of course, it got lost in the mail. Practice starts at 3.45. You're late for practice. You do five extra laps. You're late two days in a row. Don't bother showing up on day three. Go. All right. Nice seeing you, too. What? No. All right. You, you, you over here. Let's try some breakdowns. Still, maybe this wouldn't be so tough. Figured I'd watch some demonstrations, see a few holds. Arnold, you're up. Or be the guinea pig. Me? Spider, come here. Let's see what this guy can do. So Kevin walks into this wrestling class cocky, like, oh, the guy practically gave me an engraved invitation. Let me just... And it's like, Kevin, the fact that he comes in cocky, like, hey, coach, how's it going? The guy looks at him like, what are you doing here? I thought you didn't want to join the wrestling team. And the guy just looks at him, he's like, you're late. Practice starts at three-something. You were on five extra laps. He's like, you're late two days in a row. Do not bother showing up on the third. See, this guy is no nonsense. He's not taking shit. He's like, you come here, you commit, or you get the hell out of here. Those are your options, because I'm not going to pussyfoot around. And, yeah, Kevin, of course, always with the snide-ass comments, is like, hmm, it's nice to see you too. And the guy just like, excuse me? And Kevin's like, never mind. So... The guy is ready to just throw Kevin to the dogs here. Throw him in the ring. Just say, hey, get your butt out there. Let's see what you've got. I got some guys here. We're going to test them against you and see where your skills lie. So. You know, it's a shame that if there was a book on wrestling that he could have read up on, like, some moves and stuff like that. At least maybe he could have got, I mean, if he really wanted to be serious about this. I'm sure there had to have been a book or something like, hey, I'm interested. Do you have a handbook? I can kind of go over some plays, some moves, so that way when I do come to try out, I will be ready. Hey, he and Wayne could try they're always slugging each other and, you know, roughhousing. Work wrestling into it. I wouldn't dare ask Jack, hey, Dad, you want to work on some wrestling moves? Uh, no. So, alright, let's see what Kevin's got here. I guess it's not much. His attitude, uh, he's got more attitude than he does, uh, common sense, I guess. So, I think he's gonna have his ass handed to him. Let's see what this guy can do. Okay, then. I could handle this. It was pretty clear I had a basic advantage over this guy. Starting positions. Namely, poundage. You know what to do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this was gonna be a piece of cake. Okay. Rest! <laughs> hmm. Arnold, you get the point here, right? He makes a move, you counter. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't ready. All right, once more. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Rest! The thing was, this was really a lot like gym class, with one small difference. 
in gym class, I was the guy on top. All right, that's enough. So Kevin goes into this thinking, oh, this guy is a lot shorter than me. I can take him, no problem. Coach blows a whistle. Boom. Guy goes right for Kevin's fucking legs. Takes him out. Knocks him back on the mat. And the coach is just kind of looking at him like, um, Arnold, what's going on here? And Kevin just brushes it off like, oh, I, I wasn't ready. I'll be ready in a minute. So the coach has the smaller guy on his hands and knees, and Kevin is kind of standing over him, getting ready to do the wrestle move. Guy wastes no time overpowering Kevin, where he moves his arm back, and so that this guy's back is basically across Kevin, and somehow he winds up, Kevin is pretty much in a locked position with the guy's arm around Kevin's neck, kind of in a, not a chokehold, but kind of a, I don't know, just like, his arm's kind of locked, and then he's also got Kevin's knee kind of locked up too, under, you know, has his arm around Kevin, under Kevin's knee, kind of like Kevin's in a position where he's not going to be over, be able to overtake this guy. Kevin's got a lot to learn as far as, I don't even think the guy in PE was actually giving real directions. He just let the boys go at it and so, actually, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, season, was it season three or season four? Season four, right? She my friend. Um, Coach Cutlip was teaching wrestling. I remember that now. But no, um, Kevin and Paul wasted no time getting into a fight over Winnie, and they got into a, that's not wrestling, that's just roughhousing and banging each other up, so. Coach is not impressed here with Kevin. It's like, Kevin is bringing nothing to the table. Apparently, you don't have any wrestling skills whatsoever. The coach lied to me, in fact. You're not promising at all. <laughs> We get a hot belly shot of Fred Savage when his shirt rides up like that. Very nice. <laughs> Fred Savage is a nice looking guy. Piece of cake. The rest of you, pair up my weight class. Let's get to work on some Connors. Wait a minute. That's it? Why'd you let him pin you like that? Of course, looking back, I probably just should have promised to do better. But instead... Yeah, well... You know, these shorts are really hard to wrestle in. I made excuses. I see. And anyway, I didn't let him pin me. He was pretty much there. Hmm? And besides, gotta save something for the meats, right? All right. Rogers, come on, show me that pity combo. Come on. Look, I just don't think you've seen what I can do yet. I've seen enough for one day. Keep working, keep working! I couldn't believe it. So, Coach blows his whistle. He's seen enough, frankly. He tells the guys, alright, you all work on your formations as he walks away. Kevin's like, what, that's it? You haven't even really seen what I can do. Kevin's like, well, I ha you know, I can't wrestle in these, these shorts. They're too tight. And... Um, I have to save something for the meats. The guy does not care. It's like, he, he's like, Kevin, you didn't bring it to the table. I'm not interested. 
You can go now, Arnold. Yeah, the guy is not messing around. It's like, I've seen enough of what you can or most likely you can't do. Kevin's just blowing hot air up that guy's ass and that guy ain't falling for it. Like, no. Don't come in here cocky thinking you're gonna take some small guy and then now you're gonna be, like, making excuses about why you let that guy pin you. Just because a guy is tiny or shorter than you doesn't mean you have an easy advantage. We've seen. We saw that. Kevin didn't have any advantage. He doesn't have any real wrestling techniques of any kind. So, guy's not wasting his time. Like, get out of my gym. Thank you. I think, did he, I thought maybe he told Kevin to kind of work on some techniques or something and then come back and see me or maybe he didn't. So now Kevin, of course, is going to cry to Winnie like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that guy. He's so terrible. Like, no, Kevin, you just had to prepare yourself. If you were going to do this, you should have prepared yourself ahead of time. How could you even call that a practice? I mean, first I wasn't even ready. And then the kid pulls this pretzel hold I've never even seen before. I'd about had it. I put myself through this. After one afternoon, I decided to put an end to my wrestling career. That must really hurt. Then again? He also mashed my chin. It'll probably look a lot worse tomorrow. And you should have seen the guy. He was a giant. I never knew what it would be like. What? You know, dating a jock. Oh. So Kevin is really milking the situation for all it's worth. As he's like, how can you even call that a practice? And just everything, you know, (laughs) it's just funny. So Kevin's like, I wasn't even ready. And then this kid pulls this pretzel move. And Winnie is really, like, she is hot and ready for it because she just looks at Kevin like, oh, you must be so sore as she kisses his face. And Kevin, like, oh, um, well, the guy actually kind of messed my chin up, too. It'll probably be worse tomorrow. And Winnie kisses his chin and... The whole idea, she is loving the idea of like, oh, I never knew what it would be like to date a jock. So this, <laughs> and at the end of this scene, Kevin like turns his head smiling like he's looking right at the camera, Zach Morris from Safe by the Bell style. Um, so that encourages Kevin to go back to tryouts again. Oh, I love how this guy that Kevin was against was shorter than him. But, of course, Kevin is building this guy up to be, like, a giant. Like, oh, more kisses from Winnie. 
this is really getting her turned on. Like, <laughs> it probably, it probably was. She's like, I'd never date, dated a jock before. But I'm like, remember when she went to Lincoln and she was with that guy, um, Roger? He was wearing a letterman's jacket. I mean, granted, yes, they were in junior high, but even still, you're telling me that guy wasn't a jock? Um, oh, wait a second. What about Kirk McRae from season one and, uh, two? Um, didn't he play football? So don't, <laughs> she is just, yeah, yeah, either it's continuity issues or... She just can't remember those other guys, but who cares about them? And only only her and Kevin matter. But still, it's like, no, Winnie, you've dated jocks before. That's usually who you've went for. And opposed to Kevin Arnold, the non-jock. But she likes this. She really likes this. So let's find out what happens on day two. So yeah, Kevin decides to give this sport another try, and the guy has got Kevin's legs spread wide apart. He's got Kevin's... What the hell is he doing here? So Kevin's still on the bottom there with this guy who's got Kevin's legs spread apart, and he's got, like, Kevin's ankle in his hand. I don't know what the hell this guy's trying to do. But Kevin, the coach is kind of just looking down at Kevin. Like, I can't believe you're back here and you still suck. Like, Kevin just looks at the coach like, hey, coach, we've been at this an hour. How about a break? Kevin, you and your damn breaks, man. He's like that with everything. The hardware store, when he's like, hey, it's almost six o'clock. Or it's almost eight o'clock. Can I shove off at, like, 7.45? And I remember the, his boss saying, um, is not 8 o'clock. Get back to work. Dang, Kevin does not put any effort into anything. Except for his relationship with Winnie. So, I decided to give the sport another chance. Hey, coach. We've been at this an hour. How about a break? Oh, I see. Now that you've mastered it. Whoops. See, maybe the coach and I had gotten off on the wrong foot. Metaphorically speaking. Listen, coach, I think maybe you're getting the wrong idea about me. Uh-huh. And why is that? Well, you know, I'm a lot better than I'm showing you here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they beat every guy in PE. Uh-huh. And uh, who were they again? I suddenly realized the names Chuck Coleman and Skeeter Lutz weren't guaranteed to impress. Look, everyone knows I'm good at this. In case anybody didn't hear, Arnold here says he's a lot better than he looks. (laughs) Now everybody knows. That's it for today. How about five laps to celebrate Mr. Arnold's greatness? Guess the message was clear. In two days, I'd gone from blue chip prospect to team laughingstock. So, as Kevin's getting up from the floor, the coach is kind of monitoring um, the other guys and their movements and guiding them. And <laughs> Kevin gets up. He's like, hey, coach, I think you're getting the wrong idea about me. And the coach just turns and looks at him. 
surprised he doesn't roll his eyes whenever Kevin opens his mouth and makes excuses, because I sure would if I were him. And he just looks at Kevin and says, oh yeah, why is that? And Kevin tells him, well, I'm a lot better than what I'm showing you here. I, I, if I were the coach, I'd be like, oh yeah, you're better than what you're showing me here? Then bring it. Let me see what you can do, because right now what I'm seeing isn't helping your case. At all. So, for an example, Kevin brings up, like, oh, I, I creamed all the other guys in uh, PE class. You know, I wrestled all of them and I beat all of them. And it's like, the coach is, is like, and what am I supposed to do with that exactly? Yeah, you beat kids that aren't on the wrestling team at wrestling because they have no skills. So... Like, Kevin is, expects, like, the coach to be like, oh, that's great that you did that, but you're not showing me what you can do here. I love how when Kevin says, I beat every guy in PE, the coach just kind of levels Kevin with a stare, and he's like, oh, um, yeah, and who are they again? It's like, you're telling me that these, like, who are they? I want names. Like, <laughs> son, you're on a wrestling team. Of kids that have wrestled before on other th these kids clearly have been working hard at mastering these moves and these techniques and everything and like I said he's telling about beating kids in his PE class ha that have never had any instruction on wrestling <laughs> that's not no it's, it, it really it doesn't help your case Kev Okay, um, Kevin, in his mind, is mentioning Chuck Coleman. It's like, Chuck is your fine example of beating, oh my goodness, Kevin. <laughs> oh, I had to laugh. Kevin gets fed up. He's like, look, everyone knows I'm good at this. The coach looks at Kevin, blows his whistle, is like, hey, guys, guys, hey, come here, listen up. Kevin Arnold wants everyone to know that he's good at wrestling. And, of course, all the other guys laugh their asses off. Like, the coach is like, need I say more? <laughs> oh, and by the way, thanks to Kevin being so great at wrestling, you can all thank him because you're all going to be running five extra laps today. <laughs> yeah. That Kevin, uh, the coach says that Kevin is wants everyone to know that he is better than he looks. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, looking at all these other guys, I noticed that we got guys wearing all different types of, whether they're wearing shorts, whether they're wearing sweatpants, whether they're wearing tank tops, whether they're wearing sweatshirts and hooks. One guy in the back's got a hoodie on. Some guys are wearing t-shirts. Everyone's wearing something different. I love in Kevin's mind how he refers to himself as blue chip prospect to a laughing stock. So blue chip prospect, I, that has to be a term of something. Some sports related professionalism, I'm sure. Like when scouts are looking for players and stuff to be on teams that they look for certain qualities. Kevin, you are not a blue chip prospect. Maybe in your mind, but not in real life. I gotta say, those sweatpants that Kevin is wearing are not flattering him at all. 
I mean, Ke Fred Savage is a nice looking guy, but those sweatpants, they are so big and bulky, they're like XL size. This other guy who's running in front of him with a red sweatshirt on is wearing form-fitting sweatpants. And I'm not just saying this because I want to ogle Fred Savage either. You'd think that, like, if you're wrestling and stuff, you would... Would you want to be wearing something that baggy? Because you're going to sweat... Kevin's sweating a lot from the chest, from the pits. His shirt is drenched in sweat. Kevin just gets the hell out of there. As soon as he gets those double doors, he's like, fuck this, I'm done. So Kevin's sitting alone in the locker room for a moment until you hear the coach say, all right, boys, hit the showers. Oh, uh, the coach is not done with Kevin yet. As he comes in, and he's like, I guess some guys are so good, they don't have to run laps. Is that right, Arnold? It's like you're skirting out on your responsibilities. You can't half-ass your way through this, Kevin, and expect to get on this team if you're not going to run laps. you got to do the dirty work. you got to do everything that comes with it. Some guys have so much talent, they don't even need to run laps. Is that right, Arnold? No. I'm just really beat. You're beat. Arnold, in the next couple of days, I'm going to make up a list of the new members of this team. Do you want to be on that list or not? Now, of course, I said what any self-respecting teenager would say in this situation. I don't care. Speak up. I don't have time to screw around with you, Arnold. Do you want to be on this team or not? I want an answer, yes or no. I wanted to tell him exactly where he and his team could go. But what I heard myself say was... Yes. And the worst part was... I really meant it. So the coach basically almost flat out says, you know, I'm not taking your shit, son. Do you want to be, he flat out says, do you want to be on this team or not? I'm making a list of new members coming up. Do you want to be on that list? And Kevin, of course, being the smart ass that he is, just mutters, I don't care. And the coach, like, excuse me, speak up. Do you want to be on this list? team or not. And Kevin and his mind is thinking about all of the things he could say to the coach basically telling him to take the team and shove it up his ass. But instead he says yes, I do want to be on the team. It's like Kevin, then you need to start showing some initiative and dedication. And the fact that his excuse for not wanting to run those laps is, oh, I'm beat. Excuse Kevin! Oh my god, guy, I'm sorry. I'm just, he is being such a lazy POS right now. He really, really is. I just, I noticed like over this these six seasons, Kevin really, but then again, I don't want to classify all, all, all teenagers like that because I know damn well that they're not. I unfortunately would fit into the Kevin category because I really didn't apply myself as looking back on it now, I wish that I had, maybe I'd been able to give myself better opportunities. But, you know, and there are teenagers out there that are into sports that are putting everything they have and giving it their all. Those are the ones that 
wind up being MVP. Kevin's not going to be there. He's not going to... No, he's just not. So, we're at the lunch table, and Chuck and Jeff are kind of asking Kev, like, hey, how's it going? And Kevin's answer is pretty much, it's going. It's it's going. And Jeff kind of com- comments on Kevin's attitude, like, oh, we're a little edgy, aren't we? Shouldn't Kevin be bulking up? I mean, he, well, he's not on the team yet, so it's not like he has to bulk up to, like, make weight and everything to stay in his, uh, his weight size class, but... So Chuck kind of lets Kevin and Jeff know, because he's asking, like, are you going to wrestle this guy named Gurney? And Jeff's like, who's Gurney? What's a Gurney? And Chuck tells them about this Gurney guy who is, like, top-notch, took the lead in state the previous year. Why would Kevin wrestle someone who is top-notch when he is an amateur at wrestling. He's not even on the team yet. So, Chuck calls this guy the King Kong of wrestling. And so Chuck and Jeff are like, we gotta see this match. We gotta, like, they're not gonna put Kevin up against this gurney guy. At least I don't think so. So Kevin tells the guys, I'm not gonna be, I'm not even, I'm not even on the team yet. So I'm not probably not even going to be able to, you know, wrestle. And Chuck's like, of course you're going to be able to wrestle. You beat me. And I'm thinking, um, that's not saying a lot, Chuck. Anybody in that gym could have beat you because you're you. (laughs) And I love how Jeff is really supportive. He's like, Kev, you got a gift. (sighs) Yes, but what is Kevin doing with this supposed gift? So how's it going? Hey, Stacks. How's what going? The wrestling. What else? Well, it's going, okay, Chuck? During the next couple of days, the pressure began to build. A little edgy, aren't we? It's just that the first meet is coming up. You gonna wrestle that guy, Gurney? What's a Gurney? Doug Gurney. This guy took state last year. Kid's made out of, like, titanium or something, Chuck. I mean, he's pinned everybody he's faced. He's like the King Kong of wrestling. I'm definitely going to this match. I wouldn't miss it. But you don't want to do that. I mean, I might not even get to wrestle. Much less make the team. Of course you're going to get to wrestle. You're a natural. You beat me, didn't you? Face it, Kev. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've got a gift. Terrific. I was the only non-starter with his own personalized fan club. You're gonna be great. Can't wait to see you out there. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, the guys really want to see Kevin Russell. It's like, Kevin, you need to give this your all if you want to make this team. We go back to uh, the wrestling mat, and Kevin is still on the bottom being pinned as the coach leans down into Kevin's face and says, aren't you ever going to get this reversal right? I'm honestly, I am very surprised that he hasn't cut Kevin. It's been, what, at least maybe a week? And Kevin's still showing no signs of progressing. So, Kevin just says some flimsy thing like, I'm doing the best I can. And the coach just looks at him like, with a raised eyebrow, are you? So, 
After practice, the coach gathers everyone in the locker room and says, we got a tough match coming up. Um, the team we're playing against has Doug Gurney, who's the best in the state, and everyone else is tough in their own weight class. Like, every single person they're going to come against is going to be mean and ready to go. So, it's like, you guys better bring it. All right, listen up. We got a big match coming up against the Spartans. Not only do they have Doug Gurney, but they're tough in every weight class. I'll be posting the new team roster tomorrow. But I didn't need a pep talk. And I didn't need any team roster to tell me exactly where I stood with this guy. The, so the coach lets everyone know that he'll be posting the new team members up in the next day or so. So, of course, Kevin doesn't say anything, but he pretty much figures his name is not going to be on that list. So I guess the coach is putting all the um, the headgear into a bag, and I guess Kevin said, I don't know what exactly he's going to do, just tell the coach that he's done or what. So the coach kind of looks at Kevin like, hey, what are you doing here? And Kevin says, I thought we could talk about this whole thing. So the coach pretty much figures, yeah, Kevin is there to quit. Because he looks at Kevin and says, let me guess, you want out of this. The coach has Kevin pegged right away. As he, he, he looks at Kevin and he's like, you wanted to quit the moment, the first time you walked in here. And Kevin tells him, like, oh, no, that's not exactly true. Yes, it is. He has had a, I'm not going to do well at this kind of attitude from the beginning. He didn't want to put in the effort, and he just kept making excuses. And Kevin, of course, shoots back, you know, you asked me to be on this team, or to come and try out. And the coach figures, yeah, you know, I, I made a mistake. So Kevin is just like, well, what is that supposed to mean? And the guy says, hey, some kids have what it takes, and others just make excuses. Which, Kevin has been making excuses about his performance since day one. From his shorts being too tight, from, oh, I'm not showing you what I can really do. Everything that he has thought of as an excuse, he has told that guy. And the guy has Kevin pegs. Like, you are not someone that really tries hard at anything, it doesn't seem like. So I'm going to play this clip. What can I do for you? Heck, no sense in dragging this out. Well, uh, I thought we could talk. You know, about this whole thing. I mean, I guess we both know that it's really not working out, right? It was time to end it. No hard feelings. Not that it's anyone's fault or anything. It's just you want out. What? I'm not surprised. You wanted to quit ever since you first came in here. No, that's not exactly true. I mean, you're the one who asked me to be a part of Well, maybe I made a mistake. What's that supposed to mean? What it means is, some kids have what it takes, 
And some kids just have excuses. I couldn't believe it. I'd come to bury the hatchet, and this guy wanted my scalp. Yeah, well, for your information, you haven't really given me much of a chance. Is that so? Yeah. Okay, in that case, now's your chance. What? You say you can wrestle? Show me. What, here? With you? Do you see anybody else standing around here? Come on, Arnold, what are you afraid? You might look foolish. No. Were you just afraid? No, that's not it. Come on, Arnold. I've seen your act, I've heard your alibis, I've heard your stories. Here's your chance. Show me what you're made of. And even though I knew it was a trap, at that moment, I just saw red. I honestly can't believe Kevin said the words, well, you haven't really given me much of a chance. Are you shitting me right now, Kevin? Are you shitting me? He has given you every damn opportunity to prove yourself to him, and you've come up with nothing but excuses. So finally, the, the, the coach just says, hey, you say you can wrestle, right? Show me you can wrestle. Nobody else is here. It's, it's basically, yeah, the coach is like saying, take me down. Show me you can wrestle. Prove to me that I made a mistake by not putting you on the team. And Kevin is seeing red. He is really pissed off. So I think the coach tries to get in Kevin's head with telling Kevin that, you know, he's afraid and everything. What are you afraid of? And Kevin's like, I'm not afraid. And, and, and the coach is all like, you know, I've seen your act. I've heard your alibi, your stories, your excuses. It's just you and me. I want to see what you can do. You told me so much about how I'm not sh showing you what all I can do. Now it's the time to show me. So, Kevin just runs right at the guy. He's not crouched down or anything. And the coach easily flips Kevin onto his back. So the coach is pinning Kevin down and he's telling Kevin, give up. Why don't you give up? And Kevin's like, no, I'm not going to. I want to play this clip because this is just really the I think the coach is really trying to get in Kevin's head like he sees I think he secretly sees Kevin could have potential if he applied himself and he wants to see inside Kevin and see what Kevin is made of why don't you give up no come on give up you know you want to It was just about the worst moment of my life. And then, it got worse. Oh yeah, by the way, you made the team. So, Kevin finally relents, lets his head fall to the floor in defeat. And... 
Yeah, I think he is kind of giving up. And the fact that the coach just looks at him, walks away, picks up that bag of headgear, starts to walk off, stops, turns to Kevin, and Kevin is like, well, this is where it gets worse. That's what he's telling the audience. As the coach looks at Kevin and says, oh, by the way, you made the team. I honestly really, really think that that coach sees something inside of Kevin. That Kevin doesn't want to give up. I think something inside of Kevin, eventually he is going to really, I think maybe eventually he will show the coach. Especially if they got a big dang meet. It's like, Kevin, you need to now definitely get serious. You made the team. I think that he and maybe, if his, well, I don't, I can't imagine Jack you know, trying to do wrestling moves with Kevin. He's going to have himself a heart attack sooner rather than later. But um, Wayne, Wayne could, I really honestly think those guys got to weigh close to the same weight by now. Maybe Wayne might have a little bit more on Kevin, but I wouldn't think by much. But honestly, why else would the coach put him on the team if he didn't see some form of potential inside of Kevin, but maybe Kevin just doesn't realize it yet? I mean, all that talk and BS and excuses that he was making. I honestly think there's something there. And he is just afraid to really show what he can do. He's a, Maybe he's afraid that he could actually be good. I mean, the PE teacher kind of puffed Kevin up with that ego a little bit by Kevin out-wrestling all those other kids in PE. Now the fact that he's being matched against people that have higher skill levels than him is really testing him. And I don't think really Kevin has truly been tested in anything in regards to that. I mean, when you think, oh, I'm really good at this, but then you try against other people that have a higher skill level than you, you feel that maybe you're not as good as you thought you were. It's like, that's not true. You're good. But why don't you test yourself against others and see just how good you can become. So now we kind of get Kevin kind of walking around after school. And he's just really thinking about things and what all this means. The rest of that week I felt like I'd fallen into a bottomless pit with no way out. The thing that hurt most was something I'd been good at once had somehow turned bad. I'd failed. Yet for some reason... There I was, a member of the team. And I didn't know why. That Friday night, the place was packed. Don't let him get that ankle. Seemed like half the high school had shown up. Including my fan club. Of course, I was there too, on the bench. I'd been too embarrassed to call in sick with the flu. Even if I was wearing the uniform, I knew one thing for sure. I was never going to wrestle. Not on this team. Not in a million years. Will the contestants of the 140-pound weight class please prepare for their match? Nope. I was just going to sit here. Forever. Doug Gurney for the green team. Larson, I'm moving you up in weight class. Sit this one out. Arnold, you're up. Me? You're the one I'm looking at. 
But that's Doug Gurney out there. Yeah. All right, so Kevin made it to the game. I mean, yes, he is warming the bench, but his cheering section is there with his friends, with Winnie. Surprise, surprise, somebody else decides to show up. Jack is there to support his son, regardless of whether he's on the bench or not. But we get a surprise. And I was definitely surprised when they call up Doug Gurney. I wasn't surprised by that, but I was surprised by the change that the coach had made. There was another guy in that weight division of 140 that he was going to have go. He's like, hey, you sit this one out. Arnold, you're up. I'm like, ah, we get to see him wrestle. Do it. Oh! Kevin is so shocked. He's like, me? And the coach is like, yep, I don't see anyone else here. Let's go. But Kevin is free. He's like, that's Doug Gurney, though. He's like all state. And, and, oh. All right, let's find out how this goes. I'm excited. I realized it wasn't enough to have me under his thumb. He wanted to totally destroy me. May I have your attention, please? In front of everyone. So there was only one thing to do. Set out like a lamb to slaughter. I mean, what did I really have to lose? Gentlemen, shake hands. Go get him, Kev! I prepared myself to be torn to pieces. Come on, you can take him, Kev. Ripped limb from limb. And then, the impossible happened. I actually scored two points. Two, It was astonishing. It was a miracle. It was temporary. And suddenly, this guy had me in a hold I'd never even seen before. So I did what came naturally. I fled. It was embarrassing, humiliating, but there was no way out. It was a living, breathing nightmare. And that's when it happened. Come on, kid, give up. Make it easy on yourself. I was beaten, finished. Don't let it pin you. Don't let it pin you. All I wanted to do was lay my shoulder against that mat. But for some reason, I didn't. Something inside wouldn't let me. Just here you go. You first. Come on, Kev, fight him, fight him. No matter how many points this guy racked up, I wasn't going to let him pin me. Maybe for the first time in my life, I committed myself to something. Come on, Kev, do it, do it! I left the excuses. I dumped the alibis. I went for broke. I was a wrestler. And I gave it everything I had. Hang up,
sure, maybe the score may have been lopsided. And maybe a kid named Gurney got the win. But for me, it was a victory. 15-2. Yeah. Told you I was good. That was so amazing to watch that. What, um, Kevin, I think he lost the match. And, um, as Kevin, uh, walked off the, the, um, the mat, the coach said, you know, 15, he said, I think it was 15 2. And Kevin just kind of like told you I was good as he walks by. And the coach just kind of stands there for a second. And he smiles! The coach smiles! I never seen him smile this whole episode! Oh my gosh! His teammates are shaking his hands! Oh my gosh, this was so great! I, I, I love how Kevin, like, he almost felt beat, but something inside of him just kept pushing him like no no I'm not gonna be defeated that kid even was saying give up kid give up and Kevin in his mind is like no I'm not going to do that this is what happened see this is the hard work that pays off the perseverance oh my this is just amazing we get a shot of Kevin with the wrestling team I'm taking a picture of this I'm taking a screenshot Okay, so actually Kevin just got two points and Gurney, of course, got 15 and he won, which I'm that even though the guy was going to win probably regardless because he was, you know, high in, you know, um, state and everything like that. Um, the fact that Kevin fought the guy and got two points or not fought him, but, you know, wrestled against him. He got two points and that's still pretty damn good. So, that is the end of the episode. I really liked this episode. At first, I was like, eh, Kevin, you're in a show kind of stinks. Um, but the ending more than made up for it. My Flower Power episode rating. Let's see. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. The only thing I knocked off was, of course, Kevin's attitude, which, I mean, he's like that normally. But anyway, um, I liked that the coach had Kevin kind of test himself against him to see what he was really, you know, made of. And maybe even to prove to Kevin. It's like, you got something there. And by the way, of course, he made the team. Um, I also liked at, uh, towards the end that Winnie was there cheering for him. Kevin's dad was cheering for him. Kevin, at the end saying, because, um, the guy had changed the match so that way Kevin would go against the guy and just Kevin coming off of the mat hearing the points he got and saying, yeah, told you I was good. And the coach, smiling, I did get a screenshot that is going on the, um, the picture for this episode. And 
this is just it was so good um it's probably gonna make up for next week or this later week's episode called nose which is kind of gonna be kind of weak sauce i think so this one will def- definitely makes up for that one i'll be doing um wonderling words of wisdom i honestly think i said pretty much all i was gonna say just if you want to go out for something just especially if you're you work hard enough to get on a team commit to it don't give up persevere put your all put your heart into it and you will be rewarded so let's talk about the episode coming up later this week i'm sorry i actually wanted to um read this review real quick 10 out of 10, great, by Angels Unchained, January 15th, 2018. Fred Savage and James Tolkien, Tolkien, T-O-L-K-A-N, he played the the coach in this episode, have great on-screen chemistry in this episode. Outstanding performances by both actors in a story about the desire to overcome one's shortcomings. Savage shows a great range. First as a cocky wrestling champion, champion of gym class... Then, as a frustrated whipping boy of the wrestling team, Tolkien is outstanding as a tough wrestling coach with a heart of gold. If you saw that smile at the end. (laughs) Oh, this was such a great episode. Alright, later this week, Season 6, Episode 16, entitled Nose. This episode aired on February 24th, 1993. Kevin's friend Ricky. Okay, so we do get to see Ricky Hausenbach again. Kevin's friend Ricky thinks me may have finally found true love with a new girl named Haley. The only problem is Kevin and the guys can't help but make fun of the size of her nose. Okay, I was looking at um, this episode and the girl is really, really pretty. There's nothing wrong with her nose. This so um all right. Now I'm going to give a shout out to some listeners for the podcast. All right, we have Leesburg, Virginia, Fremont, California, Schenectady, New York, Eugene, Oregon, Salem, Utah, Pikeville, Kentucky, Greensboro, North Carolina, Sun Valley, Nevada, Castro Valley, California, Medellin, Columbia, M-E-Q-U-O-N, Wisconsin, Grand Falls, Canada, Atlanta, Georgia, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Miami, Florida, Mount Holly, New Jersey, Graysonville, Maryland, Kansas City, Missouri, Mountain View, California, Mumbai, India, Dubai, Dubai, um, United Arab, Emirates, Newburyport, Massachusetts, St. Albans, West Virginia, Woodside, New York, Denton, Texas, Alameda, A-L-A-M-E-D-A, California, Sebastopol, California, Clinton, Iowa, San Diego, California, Boise, Idaho, Redlands, California, Pontotoc, Mississippi, Toronto, Canada, Missouri City, Texas, Oakville, Canada, Abu Dhabi, Ashburnton, Australia, Puebla, 
P-U-E-B-L-A, Mexico, Milton, Canada, Northboro, Massachusetts, Mableton, Georgia, Clayton, North Carolina, Kolkata, India, Elgin, E-L-G-I-N, Canada, El Cerrito, California, Forney, Texas, Bangladesh, Nelson Bay, Australia, New York, New York, Denver, Colorado, Sun Valley, Nevada, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Bandar, Lampung, P-U-N-G, Mountain View, California, Denton, Texas, Palo Alto, California, Belvedere, United Kingdom. All right. Well, everyone have a great, great Thanksgiving week. Like I said, I'll be uploading the Wonder Years Thanksgiving. Well, I'll do that. I'll re-upload that later tonight. So, all right. I will see you later this week. And there is some Silver Spoons episodes coming later this week, too. So, look forward to a lot, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.